what's important. So I quickly grab fish and go sit down to eat. So at the table of a group of people who now have heard this announcement and say, how are you going to speak? Well, we play golf together. Well, what do you do? Because he said, oh, yeah, that's what I do. No. No, yeah, that's what I do. No, really, what do you do? I'm a preacher. They, it took me, and they were not convinced. It took me 10 minutes to go, look, I'm, let's look at online. Look, see, there's my picture. And, and click this button and compare that voice to this voice. I think it's me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. So we're going to take a collection. Is that the lab room to you? You know, I don't know what those do. So as I'm sitting there, and I keep you out, I was going, should it really be this difficult? What is wrong with me? What do I, what is, I, I haven't spoke two words to you just yet, and so I really don't look like whatever you think I should look like. They did not believe me. So finally, this other guy shows up who's a neighbor to Steve. Greg attends Sports Baptist Church. So I said, you want to Greg? Well, yeah. So when Greg gets here, um, he'll vouch for me. So Greg shows up and he sits right down next to me. And I said, Mr. Knight, will you please tell them what I do? He said, what are you talking about? I said, just tell them. And I looked at Greg and I said, how desperate am I that I am using you to vouch for me? So he giggles. He's like, yeah, well, this is what he does. Well, that launched into this whole other discussion as people are wont to do. Well, I've got some questions for you. You know, and that goes into everything you can possibly imagine. You know, am I going to hell for this? And honestly, Brent, you just want to say, yes, can I finish eating? Yes, you are going to hell for that thing. Well, let me pick this up when I'm done. You know, and that, and that is just the new you. You know, so you, you find the October best beer, and you grab your plate of fish, and you try to sit on the and it's just not happening. And there is something about wherever we go, being in God's presence. It doesn't have a lot to do with being in a church building. But as I'm engaged in these conversations, and Stevie comes, and this is a conversation, by the way, that moved from the table over by the beer cooler and then by the fish fryer, and I just could not escape. It was like it was like I was the pipe paper handling the man just throwing it around. Good Lord. So multiple times, Stevie comes to the conversation and hugs me and says, I'm so sorry. I said, Stevie, that's all right. We'll just see what happens. So as I leave for the evening, Craig and I are having to leave at the same time. Stevie walked through the house and he hugs me again, kissed me on the and says, I'm so sorry. I said, no, Stevie, here's the deal. I evidently was supposed to be here tonight. Whatever happens, if this happens, but I obviously was supposed to be here for this thing. There's something about being in God's presence that cannot be substituted with anything else. It doesn't matter if you're in this building or in another building somewhere else, or if you just happen to be with two other believers at lunch. There is no substitute for being in God's presence. Regardless of the things that you may try to substitute that with, you're going to listen to a sermon online, or naturally, over is no longer on television. Um, I had a dream this week that I was interviewed by Oprah. Can you believe that? I'm dead serious. I was sitting with three other people. I don't know who they were. 
So just to help her understand, my job is not necessarily entertaining you to make you laugh. Um, even though I do love to make people laugh. There's something uh, about being in God's presence that is not like anything else that you do in your day. Um, I chase after God, maybe just in the quiet moments on your way to work, when the kids aren't crying, or they are crying and you just lock the bathroom door, or whatever that is about intentionally trying to be in the presence of God. So you understand then that we are not talking about being in this room. Right? Because God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. So you can be in the presence of God um, certainly on the golf course. Certainly in the truck or the car driving to work. Certainly sitting behind your desk. Certainly changing the diaper. Certainly doing whatever it is you're going to find yourself going on every single day of your life. You can be in God's presence. So when David says, the one thing I ask for, God is to be in your presence. So let's consider this. What are you asking for? What are you asking for? I would love to to throw out this honest question and we could be transparent with each other and say, how many of us on any given day say, God, the one thing I ask for you today, from you today, is that I be in your presence. So let me sit down and then we'll say, hey, anybody who does that stand? Because I don't want to mislead you. <laughs> but David says, God, one thing I ask for, this one thing I want to be in your presence. That's what I want. What do we ask for? What do we ask for? Think about in your life what do you ask for any given day. Now, when my, my, I have this habit of when every time my kids go to school bus, I pray for them. That's a constant reminder for me to pray for my kids. Because the Lord knows what's going to happen on school bus. You get a lot of education. You get a lot of education on school bus. Um, not always good education, but there's education. So you, that was my constant reminder. You know, when I drive, I develop a habit of when I drive by certain places of business that remind me to pray for people. You know, when I see uh, Duke Energy trucks, uh, I pray for Brian, sir. So there's a lot of place. That's an easy reminder. You know, you may see, uh, you may buy PG product. Reminds you to pray for Derek and Susie and the kids. And when you see a police officer, um, it may remind you to pray for um, whatever. Yeah. So, the stuff we ask for, I'm not saying that it's bad stuff. But the one thing David says, oh, this is what I want. I want to be in your presence. Why is that the thing he chases? Why is why ask that? See, because we can say, well, tell me what you tell me what you ask God for. And then the honest, obvious question is, well, why? Why is that the thing you're asking for? Maybe it's because it's a blessing to somebody else, or maybe because you honestly believe it'll make your life better. But why is that the thing you're asking for? So then what we we pose that same question to David. David, why do you ask to be in God's presence? So let's answer that with some people who are around with Lord David. 
Teenagers. 